Ladies and gentlemen, Tim College Radio, episode number five. Yeah, I think, number five. So we'll, um, we'll call it episode number five, and it's the one with me and Mina. Mina owns Yoga One. She's the uh, founder and owner at Yoga One, who I'm going to credit for the rest of my life with uh, getting me hooked on yoga. Like I told her in the podcast, I think uh, I'll be practicing until I die, and I think forevermore, whenever I talk to somebody about yoga or tell them about how I got into it, I'll be crediting her and her, her um, team of instructors that I started off with last September. So yeah, it's a nice uh, bit of a journey about her, how she got into yoga, which surprised me, and how she became a yoga instructor, which surprised her at the time. It was a bit of a strange uh, strange transition to becoming an instructor from a from a regular participant of yoga classes um yes it's a lovely podcast it broke i recorded it on garage band and didn't realize that um there was a time limit to a track so it breaks a bit abruptly but um we then get back and wrap it up so yes enjoy this is me and mina from yoga one Yeah, so one of the reasons I came here in September is because I'd been away, I had a summer, summer on holiday, and I came back and I went to do my same five times, I'm a four to five times a gym guy for 12, 15 years, mm-hmm. you know? And I was watching my, I was looking at the time in the gym, I was like, when have I done 45 minutes, when can I leave? And that, to me, I'd never done that in in 15 years, I used mm. to enjoy lifting weights, enjoy the challenge of putting weight on the bar or mm. getting on the treadmill and whatever. And I came here and it was, I, I, first of all, it was hard to let the gym go. A bit of a head challenge for me. Mm-hmm. I thought, I, I found it really hard to say, right, no, don't go. You know, it's like someone telling you to stop brushing your teeth, you just do it, right? And I came here and my first class I think was with you. This is Mina, everybody. For we've started recording, so I should probably introduce the <laughs> introduce the podcast. I'm sat in front of Mina, who's let me get this right. The owner of Yoga One, yes. Founder. Founder, yes. Yeah. Owner. With anyone or by yourself? You... I started. We had a partner. Okay. And then, uh, like last year, I become a sole owner of okay. the Yoga One. Yes. Okay. And I was yeah. My journey into yoga. I'm going to credit Mina now. I can't imagine stopping yoga for the rest of my life. I can't imagine why that happened. So whenever, wherever I end up, I tell people about yoga, I'm going to be telling people about you and Yoga One because um, I credit you with getting me into yoga forever. (laughs) Well, it's true. And I hope that people, I hope there's people out there that I've introduced to fitness over the last 15 years um, that still say, oh, Tim was a trainer at the British Club in Abu Dhabi or he ran a boot camp in, and, and that was my foray into, into fitness um, and I've never stopped since and I hope they could be 15 years into their fitness journey now if they train with me when I was much younger and um, I think I'll, I'll be doing that with yourself because yeah, even though I spent 15 years in fitness before you and I had done the odd yoga class here 
an ex-girlfriend would try and do, show me a little bit there. It never, never twigged for me, never clicked. Um, but definitely last September when I started with you, something to do with uh, the studio, the environment, the, the, the trainers, um, and the way it's taught is uh, second to none. I can't, uh, I can't think of a, um, yeah, I can't think of a better, better bunch to be to be doing this with, really. So you've been here because it was your third birthday last year, last week, right? Yeah. So you got one last um, last month, January twenty seventh, twenty fifth. Actually, was our third year anniversary. Okay. So this is our third year. Nice. Reaching to fourth. Was you in Abu Dhabi before that, or that was your introduction to Abu Dhabi? You was teaching yoga in Abu Dhabi before that. No, I came here about. Or also like about four years ago. Okay. So first time I came here, yes, I was taught, I was teaching other places, yeah. but I wasn't quite connect to the yoga community okay, at okay. Yoga One. Yeah, yeah. I mean the, at Abu Dhabi. Did it have any studios at that time? Like four, so yes, four years ago. Yes, there was a body tree, oh, hot course. house. Yeah, yeah. I taught place called hot house a lot yeah. before. Because I originally trained as a hot yoga teacher, okay. like Bikram yoga. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, hot house has a Bikram yoga, and then I got naturally drawn to teaching hot hatha or yeah. hot yoga. So that that that's the place I taught. Okay. And when I first came, there was a yes hot house, body tree, so and the room. Yeah, because yeah. hot house must be what four or five years old now. Because I remember that opening. Yes, it's in Alzheimer's. Like five now. years old, probably. Okay, mm. cool. And before that, you was in Singapore. In Singapore, I'm I I'm a Korean. Okay. <laughs> and but I because of my job, I kind of live in different part of the kind of country, like you know part of the world. And I started my yoga journey in Japan. That's about that was like two thousand four. Two thousand four. Yeah, two thousand four. So Sixteen years ago, you started your yoga journey. Yes. But I'm hoping you're going to tell me you was a dancer or something before that. Not at all. No? I'm a pharmacist. I'm right. a clinical research pharmacist. I work at the pharmaceutical company for the last 18 years. But was you athletic before that? Any Not training? Nothing? Nothing. No yeah. way. So you've... I, okay, 16 years of yoga. So in yeah. 15 and a half years, I should be expected to be doing <laughs> the same things as you, yeah? Um, That's... I was, I was honestly expecting um, a childhood dance childhood this that and the other no, no? okay I, what made you start yoga so i had a when i was young i had a condition i have arthritis on my left knee okay. kind of just genetic condition and or also like when i was eight years old i fell down i broke my right knee too okay so i was a little bit challenged i was a kind of couldn't really walk or run for long hours yeah but i always like to move yeah but I was in always in agony, so so always I had to take care of my body in different way. But I was not very active. No. Um, it was just physically very challenging for me. But um, like in high school, I got a little bit better. I starting to join the little track teams and run. But still, probably pretty aggressive on your injury. Yeah, injuries. So I just couldn't yeah, prolong yeah. that kind of activities. Yeah, I think. Um, um, anyone that struggles to move and there are people that come to my sort of training that struggle to move mm. um yoga is such a good entry to not, not even entry i mean it's a full journey you don't have to think of it as a as an entry to anything it's a from what i can see you know i think if i had lived another lifetime I'd, i would 
still not get anywhere near uh, where I'd like to try to try to get to. But it's so um, friendly, on physically friendly, mm-hmm. from the minute you start, and you like your and Sue's class yesterday it sneaks up on you so like one minute you'll lay down just with one arm in the air thinking oh this is really nice it's just what I needed today and the next thing you're dripping in sweat and you feel like you've like done a full full workout so I think um I want to touch a bit on why guy why you don't see so many guys doing yoga because I mean I'm only going on what I've seen in yoga one but it must be only 10% of your clients are guys right yeah, so like um, certain classes, we have more male students, yeah. like beginner classes or deep stretching. Yeah, okay. Because it's really uh, designed for the athletes. So also Harhatha. Yeah. A lot of Jiu-Jitsu players or people who does triathlon training. Yeah. They are coming for deep stretching or restorative. So you see more students in that classes. That are doing it as an addition to their sport, maybe? Exactly. Okay, yeah. Uh, so we have a lot of military force people who does a lot of strong training. When they're going for off-season, yeah. they're coming here training during the time. And they should. Like, yeah. guys have such a tendency to lean probably physically and psychologically towards something that they think is... You know, it's hard, it's beaten me up, it's nearly killed me, therefore um, it's done me some good. What people don't get is you can overtrain if you don't, if you don't recover as hard as you train, right? And I think with yoga being so restorative, and oh, I know, like, you still need to recover from a yoga session, a tough one. Um, but but they, they, the guys tend to want to beat themselves up. I have two types of clients, generally speaking. Um, Clients that I have to push to do a little bit more, the lazy mm-hmm. ones, and clients that mm-hmm. I have to hold back from doing too much. Like they're yeah. the two extremes of the scale that I see people um, wanting to, who generally, you know, who, who train with me, they're, they're there. And the guy mentality of lift more weights, do more uh, running, row harder, work harder, sweat more, it will only get you so far and you'll start hitting that wall. Mm-hmm. And I think yoga's interspersed with. Um, that that kind of training, we're lifting weights or whatever you choose. At, at the minute, yoga is eighty percent of my fitness. Um, wow. It, yeah, I I mean I've been doing some cardio on top of it. I like I said, I stopped lifting weights because of um, an injury or two, and I'll go back to it. Mm-hmm. I put some kettlebells in in the last few weeks, but no, generally yoga is eighty percent of my um, of my. Uh, training so so 2004 you got into yo just doing yoga but not not with the intention of instructing not at all like i when i just walk into the studio i just feel like i need to do something for my body yeah because i was just sitting down all the time just looking at the microscope so my body was really tight and struggling and i just saw the hot hot yoga bikram yoga sign on the street I didn't even know what was a Bikram yoga. I just walked in okay. and I tried and 90 minutes of hell yeah. and I just loved it. Because <laughs> that's a, pretty much a set routine, isn't set it? Set routine, 26 yeah. postures. Okay, right, cool. Um, um, and how long before you decided to do your teacher's certifications? Like, that was also very, like, happens by accident. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I was living in Japan and I was kind of able to speak the Japanese language very fluently. And my teacher asked me to take this 20 Japanese students right. to LA 
Oh wow. Helped them to go through the yoga teacher training. Wow. Because she was planning to open this yoga studio at, in Japan, in Tokyo. But she needs somebody to take care of them. Okay. So she, she just asked me to join them to go to training. Go for the training. For the, for the language as much as anything language, else? Yeah, language is the first reason, not because I'm a good no. practitioner okay, right, right, right. or nothing. But did you get to do the course with them? In... Exactly. Ah, okay. I had to do that. Yeah. And not knowing what yoga was, I just jumping in, I just become, I just observe what is happening. But I had no intention of being a teacher, but I learned a lot. Yeah. There was a nine weeks course and I learned so much. So you went from Japan to LA, LA to, do to do the nine weeks training. Wow. With this like and babysitting these twenty Japanese people. Okay. That was my experience. Wow. So it was not really a typical yoga teacher no, training that's a, experience. Sort of like a bit of luck. Yeah, it lucky. was a luck. And then I got just like naturally fall into that path. Yeah. And that opens my eyes and from there I wanted to learn more. More interesting. And then I just did my course for myself yeah. after that okay and but that was just kind of given to me but that wasn't I was that's not the kind of training I was seeking and did you start to instruct them when you got back to Japan I was kind of able to because Bikram Yuga you just memorize the dialogue okay you just right. memorize so the mon- sequence monologue, yeah, monologue. Script, yeah so you can teach if you yeah. if you know the sequence yeah. you just kind of recite all the things Bikram he, he already written. Right. So like it's written there, so you just memorize and you can teach. Wow. So it's not your typical yoga teaching. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's uh, that's a good that's a good way of getting into it. And I know that you've recently been and done you must have done stuff many in many places since then, right? Yeah. You've done stuff just recently. Where was that? Was you not somewhere a couple of weeks ago? A couple of weeks ago, no. <laughs> but like last year, I did a training. Okay. I did a two training. Yeah. Last year, I did more focusing on the like uh, just studying of the properties of fascia. Yeah. So I can just keep adding on. I oh, put f- more layers oh, okay, okay, onto okay. my teaching, more anatomical. Uh, last year, I did um, my own teacher training. So basically, I host the teacher training for teach, the... Teach, training. Yeah, I yeah. just teach the training. So okay, wow. Well, yeah. That's all good. Um, so, and, and then you must have just been teaching and freelancing until you came here and opened Yoga One. I was uh, always uh, teaching at the... I, teach, I taught a place called Pure, Pure Yoga. It's a very famous oh, I, uh, yoga yeah. franchise okay, right, yeah. in Hong Kong, Singapore, Taiwan, yeah. China. That's like China around the world. They even have a New York. Um, even though I have a full-time job in Hong Kong, I was able to teach at this beautiful facility and beautiful studio yeah. called Pure. But yes, I was more freelance teacher, but I was always teaching at the studio. Yeah, it's... Um, I mean, like I said, what you've opened here is amazing. And I, I will credit you with it for... Thank you. For, do you remember, I mean... Uh, with having a slightly different path into teaching yoga, you probably don't remember doing your teaching your first ever class. Was you nervous? I'm thinking of. My... I still remember very vividly. Oh really? <laughs> okay, okay. Um, was it busy? It was. My first studio was a very home style studio apartment yoga studio. So you can only fit eight people. It's a very boutique style. Yeah, yeah. Yoga studio and only eight, ten people maximum, and it was always a full class. And I was the only one who's 
Was like, it a Bikram class that yeah, you Bikram taught? Yeah, Bikram class. Oh, okay. And then I was the first one who started teaching in English. Yeah. So a lot of expat people coming in. And my first classes, all, all, and most of them were my friend. Yeah. And then they were keep teasing me because I was keep making a mistake. And I was <laughs> nervous, so nervous. I've got friends doing yeah. their, their qualifications yeah. at the moment. And uh, yeah, I remember doing my, you know, even my own personal training certifications. Yeah. They were, it was nervous because it's a qualification at the end of the day. Mm. You maybe spent a lot, of, you want to be good at it. You want to pass, you want to be, you know, you want to, it's, uh, I do remember being nervous in front of my, even the f- first classes I've taken, and, I, and I'm not a um, choreographed type class guy, that's not my thing, but the few I've done, it's always been uh, a, a, a thing that I've been struggled, like really struggled until I realised a few years ago that these people have come to me because they see me as the expert, mm-hmm. and if I just remind myself that I'm the guy in there that they've come yes. to sort of learn from. I'm like, wow, you know, that, that sort of gives me the confidence, but I'll that's go back the, to, yeah, to that's why. That's the thing, it's not about you, it's about your student. Yeah. And, but when you're first teaching, you feel like, you know, you want to do so well. Yeah. It's just like, you kind of giving yourself so much pressure. Yeah. My coaching has been improved by coming to yoga. It's the first time, and there's a few times in my in the last 15 years that I've been coached by other coaches mm-hmm. and it's the first time I've enjoyed being coached. It, I think it's a, for a few reasons. One is because I didn't, there was no pressure to be good at yoga because I'm a fitness trainer. There was no, why should I be? Whereas when I've been to a CrossFit class, people in there knew that I was the, the personal trainer guy. Or when I've been to a, um, even, even back home, um, a few friends of mine that are not into fitness at all, they've encouraged me to go and do park runs, organized park runs that they do on a weekly basis. And they beat me, and then they're like, What's, aren't you the personal trainer? I'm like, yes, I've been not running around oh, the same park. You know? like, yeah, exactly. So, it, yeah, but my coaching has changed. I've started to, um, <laughs> the, some of the cues that you say, um, I've, I've, I've stolen. <laughs> Thank you, honored. Yeah. You know, it's true, it's true. Yeah. It's, it really has improved my coaching and my business because I've started to realize things that, um, why people come to something like this. And it, like I said, you know, it's not just for the physicality of the practice mm-hmm. or the training session in my case. Um, it's the community around it and, the, um, and people talking to each other and, you know, and, and that, increases the accountability and the more likely mm-hmm. the likely they are to come sometimes i've just i've drove my car here and then i've been like oh i'm at yoga i forgot i'm even going to yoga i've just done it out of habit i'm like oh you know it's a wednesday i do this on a wednesday and i've got here and i'm like oh i've got to now actually do something and be- before i know it i've left and had a great training session and, and absolutely loved it yeah so um we won't go on for too much longer but I'd just like to touch a bit onto the, the, the... I did mention an injury that got me started, but other, another thing that got me started was how um, much... Especially, I think, amongst guys at the minute, there's been a bit of a focus on mental health. And I, I, for me, it was one of the reasons I came. Mm-hmm. Is that, like I was disillusioned with the gym. N- no mojo, mm-hmm. as you might call it. I had no zip, no, like, get up and go. Mm-hmm. Um, and what I found when I come to yoga was that um, it was it was a challenge in, again, guys come along because there's no pressure to be good. There's, there really isn't, right? There's, no, there's no, no, you no, have no, to leave no, your no. ego at the door. Mm-hmm. 
which I think a lot of guys struggle to do is put like you need to leave your ego at the reception there should be a <laughs> deposit box for your ego because you get in here and there's no weight on a bar you need to balance on one leg or do whatever um, and yeah guys need to come and do it for that reason do you see many people come into yoga for that or is it more they come for the physical practice and then they start to benefit from the meditation side of it I think most of us walk in to yoga studio to find like flexibility and strength, yeah. but they follow that those mental kind of recognition that it's good for your mind, good for your kind of mental health. Mm. It comes very naturally if you just show up, and yoga really help you to just recognize that yeah. that balance that we are seeking in mind and body. I think the yoga practice, something about that yoga that just really help us to bring their awareness. And it's just some, simply just recognizing it. Yeah. Because yoga, you know, we are not really going into the place of like, you know, building like biggest muscle. No. It's all, all about just being present. And Which is when a brilliant cue. Yeah. You say that time and time again yeah. in the session. And I'm like, oh yeah, I'm here. There's nothing really happening away from this mat. I'm in this room for this hour and a half and I don't really need to think about anything else. The ch I mean, the challenge from a... I'll tell you, I'll tell you um, I've, I've got a bit of experience in uh, sports like snowboarding mm -hmm. and um, um, sideways sports kind of thing, uh, surfing and, you know. And I found a lot of the postures to be similar to them. There's a saying in, or I remember saying when doing my snowboarding instructor certificates, that the best snowboarder on the mountain is the guy having the most fun. Now, yes. I don't think that crosses over into fitness in a gym, mm -hmm. but it definitely feels like in a, in a yoga studio, I often feel like, especially doing some of the funky balance stuff, mm -hmm. um, I really feel like I'm having a good time. Yes. So nothing else really matters. Yes, your, kind of your attitude towards yes, it, right? towards it, yeah. So I feel kind like of bring that more, like, you know, bring more ease. If there's a discomfort, of course, it's not easy. But it's all about how you're looking at it. Yeah. And then how, what kind of attitude you want to bring it out. So try to bring your best out of you, out of you each time you're just coming to the yoga classes. And that kind of setting that mindset in that way yeah. to help you to enjoy this moment. And I think... It, nobody can force you to feel that unless you're open to it and you just like walking into the studio if you keep showing up I guarantee you it just come to you naturally yeah that's the gift of yoga that's how I kind of relate to and that's how I feel the joy each time I come onto my mat yeah so that's what I want people to feel it yes yeah, just only thing you need to do is show up <laughs> and just yeah. keep showing up yeah, keep forever showing up. and yeah. it's de definitely mm -hmm. another again another benefit over maybe not necessarily over what I've been teaching for the last 15 years but um, it's, it has to come into play at some point because there'll come a day when you can't pick up mm -hmm. that Olympic bar yeah. you know there'll come a day where your body weight is all you have to use you know mm -hmm. the, the chair yoga I've seen and oh, doing yes. stuff seated in a, uh -huh. in a seated position that day has to come um, and I think you might as well start now rather than wait till, you know, you're in the home or, or whatever. And the yoga helps you to do whatever you enjoy, yeah. do better. That's my opinion. Mm. The way, when you lift the weightlifting, a lot of crossfitters came to us because it helps them to like, increase the range of motion. Yeah. 
and then they the injury their chance to get injury is much less. Yeah. Jiu-jitsu players like all these athletes they understand that. I'm not saying yoga is the solution. I think yoga helps really to kind of achieve the things that you love to do to better and make it more more enjoyable. Yeah, and there's something I take away from every class, whether it be physicality and a cue in in the body Mm -hmm. or just um, a quote from the beginning of the session and um, Mm -hmm. I'm like, I'll remember that for the rest of the day at least, you know? lovely yeah. that like actually you bring that little mindfulness into the fitness yeah. I think everything has to be connected not just fitness world just doing their fitness or yoga just doing the, their yoga I think we need to really this movement world has to be like really merged together yeah. to take the, all the good things okay so yeah that's how you feel you um where did, where did we sort of finish there you t- bringing all movements together which is what we kind of spoke about in the break there yeah uh, this cal- calisthenics almost coming into yoga yoga being um beneficial for all types of sports jujitsu um I, i'm interested to see how it will have changed my lifting when i go back to lifting so i still haven't lifted weights since starting mm-hmm. yoga so i'm sure range of movement and stuff will have improved and mm-hmm. and stuff like that so yeah um, but it's been a pleasure to speak to you and find out a bit more about your journey. Um, Thank you. Yoga One is at Mangrove One. What's this area of Abu Dhabi called? Is it, um, is it Al Sif? Like Al Sif Village Mall is the most a kind of well known. Yes. Yeah. So we are behind Al Sif Village Mall and you know, Khalifa, Khalifa Park exit. Yeah. So, yeah. Like if you kind of want to try yoga classes for sure we are here. exactly and uh, yeah. most people know where i am to to get in touch and uh, and i'll point you in the right direction as well um maybe I'll, if i can i'll put a link in the in the podcast to this thank um you. so from from me and and mina it's been a pleasure thank you very much thank you Tim. <laughs> Thanks, it's, been, it's been pleasure for thank me you too. bye-bye <laughs> bye-bye oh.